It's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for this day 16 of month 4, 2023 years after awesome sauce things have occurred. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And most importantly, I hope you're ready to get this brief moment we'll share together off and started. Or should I say off and running? Nonetheless, let's just get it popping right about now, shall we? Huh. I don't like that intro. But then again, I guess we can figure out what we're going to say, what we're going to do, how we're going to be, whatever the case may may is. But trying to figure out an intro is not what I'm, what I'm trying to say. That's not important right now. What's important is we got some things that we want to focus our attention on. Today, we're going to talk about what we're celebrating. We're going to take a moment of of breath. Shout out to the Apple. We'll talk about that in a second. We're going to highlight a awesome sauce person of the day. And I have a story I want to I want to talk to you about. We'll do that a little bit later on. And then we're going to check my emails and see what's going on in the world. Business, technology, so forth and so on. And we can't forget about Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ. How are you doing over there? It is so great to spend some time with you. You're going to give us some music to listen to. You're going to give us, what are you going to do, one or two tracks? Um... You're going to, what was it, Mr. DJ, hold on, first of all, excuse me, Mr. DJ, I don't mean to cut you off, but Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ doesn't really like to talk, they can't figure out which one they want to be the spokesperson, they're the trio, you understand, of DJs, and uh, yeah, so they, 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 they don't like to talk that much, so they kind of like to share notes and things, I told them, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, that one of these days I'm going to smoke them out and make them talk, but you know, that's... But then it's like, like, dude, why would you try to make us do something we don't want to do? I mean, that, that goes against our, our, our rights, our freedoms as a person, as people. And, you know, when they hit me with the whole freedom thing, then, you know, that kind of, yeah, made me feel a little bit bad. Anyway, they're going to hit us with a, a brand new track. Shout out to No Copyright Sound. And they're also going to uh, remind us of something we've already heard. And so we're going to, we're going to do those two things, uh, in just a few but before we get to all that i want to talk about what's going on right now uh i have been thinking about well some things and uh my thought process has led me to go in well let me let me let me explain it like this there's a girl out there named sarah frazier i i don't really know much about her other than the fact that she's out there and uh, I, don't, I don't remember how I came across her podcast. I think it was, well, she has a podcast, by the way. And uh, I came across, I think I was reading an article, now that I mentioned it in, in one of the articles in, in the Apple News. We were checking that out. And uh, she came across and was talking about something about her career. I'm sure if I go through my save files, I'll find it. And I just was fascinated by her. Nonetheless, uh, she does podcasting. She podcasts every day. She's probably one of the only, I'm not going to say she's the only, she's to this point, she's the only one that I found that literally has a show that comes out seven days a week. And I was impressed by that because I feel that there's a lot of things, a lot of information that I leave on the table 
taking weekends off and it's not really hard to do these things. You know, if you're doing like an hour or, or, or two hours a day or something like that. You, I mean, if you think about it, if I did two hours a day, seven days a week, that is literally only 14 hours a week. I mean, I mean, think about it. The, literally 14 hours a week of just podcasting that that is not that hard. And granted, I'm not going to do two hours a day. I mean, some days it might be a little bit longer than others, but this is going to be uh, a briefing podcast. For some reason, I wanted to be president when I was a kid. I watched Bill Clinton, or should I say President William Jefferson Clinton. Does he even, first of all, hold on, pause. Does, um, <clears throat> does he like being called Jefferson? Because, you know, that kind of, I mean, you know, Jefferson Davis, he, 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 I think he's a descendant of Jefferson Davis, maybe. You know, that old, he's a bad guy. Yeah, Jefferson Davis. Confederacy, bad guy. So was Matthew Fontaine Maury. But I went to school with the, I went to a school that bore his name. So I'm kind of like, hmm, yeah, uh, no, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not do anything in the MHS, okay? MHS. Go Commodores. Anyway, the moral of the story is I was watching Mr. Clinton. In 1993, that was the first kind of uh, thing that I was interested in as it pertains to uh, politics and the whole patentry, the whole pop and, and splendor, the hoobla, the floof that is our culture, our American culture. And I was interested in, in the president and I started doing a little homework. And there's a lot of things about the presidency that. I have since come to go, yeah, dude, no, I don't want that job. <sighs> yeah, keep it right over there. We're good. But then there there are pieces about the job that uh, uh, they were, it was still intriguing to me. For example, every day uh, the president gets a document. It's called uh, the PDB. That's the president's daily briefing. And that stuck with me because what that PDB does is it gives the president on a daily. I think it's like six days a week. One of those days they don't do it. I don't know which one it is. It might be Sunday. But every day he gets a briefing of problems around the world. It's maybe five or six pages or something. I would love to see if I can't find an, an old PDB see if something may be uh, declassified at this moment and I can you know kind of just explore it maybe I don't know we'll see they, they, they keep they keep those things under lock and key those PDBs uh, but that got me to thinking like okay what if what if I did a daily briefing and it's not the PDB the president's daily briefing but it's the EDB could be Eric Deshaun Barrett, ED's briefing, which could be the electronic daily briefing. Now, you're saying, what does that mean? Well, electronic says a lot of things. It says it goes out through podcasting. That's electronic. You have to access that from your phone or some type of device. It goes out through email, which again is electronic. You have to access that. You get, you get what I'm saying. So the electronic daily briefing. It's fascinating, 
But it also, watch this, it also gives a little panoramic view of what's going on each day in the world. And that's something that, that fascinates me. And that's something that, that brings me joy and, and a good reason to wake up in the morning. And so now all I got to do is is make this so awesome sauce that you would want to hear it each and every day. And not only that you would want to hear it, but you would want to tell all of your lovely friends that we should check this out. And, and it also means that we sometimes have to discuss issues that I may not want to talk about. Like, you know, something in the water is coming here. Mm. You know I don't want to talk about that. But it's going to be a hot subject. $350 for a ticket. I think the lowest one was like $248, but still, dude, that that that's that's a lot of money for a freaking ticket. That's anyway. Those are the things that that we will bring up. But most importantly, my friends, is not to bring up uh, the gossip and the the vagabonds of our culture. As I was looking to see if I can't find that daily brief, I was, you know, trying to search that on the internet but to bring up information that i feel i believe deep within my bone marrow not not opinions this is this is something that i just uh, it's it's down up in here that that i got that 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 funny feeling if you will that this if i put it out there is going to be something that is going to just transform someone's life you know what i mean Anyway, maybe that's something for you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button or that follow button or that add button. I don't know what platform you're using. I thank you, though, whichever one you have chosen. And, you know, they got something up there that that uh, will make certain that you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released in the Internet. So if you can go ahead and take care of that, I, I'd appreciate it. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll find something down the road that can uh, uh be very educational to you. Yes, engaging, invoking engagement through education. CDB for you. Huh? Uh, anyway, again, share it with your friends, your families, your cousins, your aunts, pookie, nut, nut, peaches. Tell them, hey, man, we might learn something here. Let's go and listen to this boy. Huh? Yeah. That, as, as Martha Stewart would say, and that, my friends. It's a good My friends, today we can take a, a little moment some great things shout out to nationaltoday.com they're out here in these streets uh, doing what they can to provide us with access to bring awareness to various things little quirky things some of them make no sense that they need to uh, come up in our on our radar but then there are some other things that it's almost sad that we didn't know much about. And so what we want to do is take a little time right here and and just shout out some of these awesome sauce things that we're celebrating today. For example, did I just lick you? I, you probably heard something 
that was literally me licking you. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I can find it. Maybe it'll be in the book. Maybe I can go to a, to a library and ask a librarian. It's National Librarian Day. We can celebrate and thank the awesome librarians who are always on hand to help. You know, I remember when I was in elementary school, Bowling Park Elementary School, there was this little old white lady. God, I can't remember her name, but I'm I'm literally looking at her right now. <laughs> ah, we used to do something in that library. It was a big old room. If you're looking at the school, it's on what is it, twenty eight sixty one East President Road now? I mean it's it was always there. It's it's the there's a new school that that's the point. That no mm, stick to the topic. Okay, cool. Um the building that I was in. The original bowling park was 2861 East Princeton Road. And if you're looking at the front of the building, like facing the door, your eyes are locked in as you're going in the building. The library is literally on the on the right. It's this big old room in it. I never understood why that library was so big. Like it you would think so they had this big room for a library. And it had like twenty books in it. I mean, that's that's totally being unrealistic but still you would think for a building that big it would have been books all over the walls and you'd have to get one of those fancy schmancy ladders and it may have a a uh oh wait am i asking for too much for public school i'm sorry my bad well they built the building you would have thought that they would have okay never mind go celebrate your librarians how many of those are left because god they're not paying them much uh speaking of paying well, I don't even know because she's no Taylor Swift, but it's Selena Day. It's a great opportunity to play your favorite Selena songs and remember the incredible impact. The Tijano crooner? that what we're calling her? A crooner? What, what, what? First of all, I don't know what Tijano, I don't know what this is. So we have to go and look this up, of course. Where is look up? Uh, you know what? There we go. Look up this, and then we have to figure out what crooner means because it's like I I I totally have no idea. But anyway, how many Selena Gomez songs have I even heard? I I don't even I don't even think I know any of her songs. The only thing I knew about her was she was dating Bieber at that time. Oh. Tijano is a Mexican-American inhabitant of Southern Texas. Mm. Well, that's one. Another one is a style of folk or popular music originating among the Tijanos with elements from Mexican slash Spanish vocal traditions and Czech and German dance tunes and rhythms traditionally played by small groups featuring uh, accordion, accordions, accordions, yeah, those little accordions, and guitars. Cajun-flavored Tijano tune is what, they're, what that is. And then uh, this crooner, whatever that means, that's, I'm going down to where? Where is it? Where is? It? I want to look it up. There, look it up. Um, 
So, yeah, she is Mexican. Uh, a singer, this is a crooner. Oh, no, yeah, a crooner. A singer, typically a male one, who sings sentimental songs in a soft, low, but, but Selena's not a male. But I guess it says typically a male. So, you know, yeah. To John O'Crooner. Mm -hmm. Selena Gomez. Four square a day. Take your first step to meeting new people and making lasting connections. Do we even use Foursquare anymore? I mean, that was that app that uh, I, I don't. Even, I don't even remember how we used it. God, back in the early what 2010 was it? Early was it later than that? Um, when did Foursquare start? Uh, I, uh, but it was back during the day that we had all of these different websites and, and all these different apps and everybody was literally, you remember back, you remember back in the day when you had, everybody had an app on their phone, right? Everybody was, you had, it wasn't like today where Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram are kind of the main boys and girls now and through those three you can literally do everything no it's it, not now facebook and twitter and instagram are like the walmart of social media now you can check in on facebook you can uh find things on facebook but back then you had to have literally one app for everything so if you wanted to find something you had to go to this app you wanted to talk you had, to, you had 25 different apps on your phone God, I don't miss those days. Anyway, four square day. It's good deeds day. Be positive. Change you. Be the change. Yes. You want to see in the world on good deeds day. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone because I have some thoughts that that bother me and I, I'm just going to leave that be it's also Holy Saturday you can take a journey of plunging into darkness before entering illuminating light this holy wait but today's not Saturday why is this today when it's not Saturday I'm literally I swear this was supposed to be today it was literally on today's list but it's saying Saturday but Nonetheless, plunging into darkness, isn't that, isn't that what Aaron Rodgers did back in the, in the day he, he was, you know, all about that plunging into darkness stuff, right? Yes. No, no. Yes. Mm. Anyway, it's Holy Saturday. Oh, we just talked about that. Uh, wear pajamas to work day. Yeah, that's, that's what, that's what I wanted to focus my attention on. You know, well, let me read this because I, I stopped because I, I saw something and, I, and <clears throat> I'm just going to read. We always recommend checking with the boss first unless you're working from home. Okay, cool. I, I thought it was going to be something that went. Anyway, I love being at the house. You know, some days I wake up and I come in here because literally my office is right across the hall and I sit down. And I go, man, I can do this naked. I mean, it's not like people see me. So, you know, I, I can get away with that. But then I have to go out. You know, we have to go out and take those meetings. And now you really have to put clothes on. And 
all of you who are getting ready to go back to work and you're like, I just spent two years at home and all I had to do was put a shirt on and sit at a desk and now I got to go and put girdles on and underwear and socks and shirt stays. God, I missed the pandemic. Nonetheless, maybe we can convince our bosses that, hey, if you want us to come back to work, if you want us to be back in this environment, you're going to you're gonna have to let us come back in here with, like, you know, shorts on and wife beaters. We don't call them wife beaters anymore. We call them tank tops now, right? Because wife beaters is a little bit on the, yeah, that that's not, that's not acceptable in PC culture. Okay, cool. Finally, the thing that I want to celebrate today is National Joseph Day. To all the Joes around the world, you are far from average. And this one is for you. My uncle is named Joseph. My uncle Joseph. We call him Uncle Jay. Man, he is definitely far from average. Some days I don't even think that man is normal. Nonetheless, we pause to celebrate him and not just sticking to him, but we pause to celebrate you as well. Why don't you take a moment and pat yourself on the back and celebrate you, celebrate your neighbor, celebrate your friends, celebrate, well, celebrate your enemies too, because it's sad. They don't know that. They really need you. I don't know what I'm talking about. Just just celebrate them. And hopefully by celebrating them and by going, you know what? You're cool. Maybe it'll help you get over them. Hmm? I don't know. It's worth a shot. But those are some of the things that we're celebrating today. There's plenty more you can go and check out. But those were the things that mattered to me over at nationaltoday.com. Again, this is in connection with, not in partnership with. We need to change that national day, you know, make some, make some things happen. But then again, that probably won't happen because, you know, you're um, you're probably a nonprofit and you're probably bleeding cash. And anyway, this is our contribution to you. How about that? Hmm? Yeah. Celebrations. Check it out. Nationaltoday.com for all of your fun, quirky things. I think you can even go over there and, and maybe... You know, submit some holidays over there, too. That, that might be something. Huh. Yeah. Nationalday.com. That, that's just, you figure it out. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, how are you doing over there? It's time for us to get together, you and I. Take a few moments. You know what we do up in here. We like to uh, open that Apple Watch. I'm sure the Samsungs and the Fitbits and the Garmins have their thing. I, I'm not familiar with those those options. But I do know the Apple Watch and they allow me to open the mindful app and i can open that up and and push that thing called breathe then i can sit here and just <sighs> what that does when i inhale 
is I'm taking all of my problems, all of the things that make me angry, all of the things and the people that make me angry, and I'm taking it and I'm just I'm bringing them all in. I'm And in that swoop, while I'm holding it, I'm, I'm taking it and I'm transferring all those things from me. I'm gathering all those things up. And then my creator comes along and I say, hey, here, you deal with this shit. And then he just, <sighs> that's like him throwing it out the door. Like, I don't know where it goes. It just gets scattered into the sea of unforgetfulness, I guess. But we do that because I'm not, in, I'm not really the praying type guy. And it's not that that I don't like talking to God, but sometimes I don't know what to talk about. So I just like to sit here quietly and no copyright sound through Mr. DJ, Mab DJ, non-binary DJ helps me out because he gives, you know, puts tracks out there that I can kind of bob to. And sometimes I like to sit in darkness in a quiet room, you know, in the darkness like Aaron Rodgers. But sometimes I just like to sit here and listen to music and just... Take a moment to pause. So we're going to do that, Mr. DJ, Mom, DJ, Non-Binary DJ. I think we're going to put like about two minutes on the clock. And we have Malarkey and JJL. Everything you promised is what you're playing for us. While we take a moment to pause. Remember, set that, get that breathing app, all you Apple Watch users. Get that breathing app open, that mindful app. Set breathe two minutes. And let's sit here. And meditate, if you please. Everything you promised me.
Malarkey and JJL, Everything You Promised. You can check them out. No copyright sound, NCS. Out here empowering creators through no copyright and royalty-free music. You can follow them on Spotify. You can download. Uh, you can get a free download of it or stream it on all of your platforms. Uh, we got a playlist out there that we're working on. And that'll have all of our music in it. So you can go check that out over there. Again, Malarkey and JJL. Everything you promised. Thank you, Mr. DJ Man, BJ Number DJ. And most importantly, thank you. No copyright sound. Yes. My friends, I would like to, if I can, take a few moments to highlight a special person in our world or a special person who had a stake, a place at some point in our world. Jose D. Diego, his birthday is April 16. April 1-6 is like I like to say because, you know, you know I want to be different. The birthday of Jose Di Diego, also known as Jose Di Diego Day, it is celebrated across Puerto Rico to honor the father of the nation, Jose Di Diego. He is a household name on the island. Some of the best schools, colleges, and public institutions are named in his honor. In his quest for Puerto Rican independence, Diego called up many citizens to arms and brought forward millions of patrons to fight for the cause. In 1990, a group of leaders and legislators led by D. Diego took up the cause of gaining independence from these states united. Wow. Oh, this is getting goosey goosey right here. He was one of the first intellectuals who voiced an opinion about the complete autonomy of Puerto Rico. Soon after Puerto Rico's liberation from the Spanish Empire, many leaders, including D. Diego, were in favor of these states United's occupation of the island at first. After a while, he realized that it is better to remove American influence from Puerto Rico and unite the Caribbean islands under a common social defense and economic umbrella. The struggle for Puerto Rico's independence continues to this day. French freedom fighters of century 21 seek guidance from the writings left behind by D. Diego, who wrote extensively on the subject. He is remembered fondly as L. Cal. 
Ballerio or Ballerio, El Cabrillo, De La Raza, which translates to the night of the race. Historians have described him as an eternal optimist and forward thinker. Mr. Is he a mister? I mean, somebody that smart, you would think he'd be like a doctor or something or, uh, you know, but, you know, all doctors are not smart and all non-doctors are not stupid. Right. Yeah. OK, cool. But he's he's a politician. But was he like in the military? Should we call him like the general? Or maybe we should just say what they're saying. Can we just, you know, call him like Father, Father Joe, Father Jose? How about that? Father Jose. Jose, can you see by the dawn's early light was so... Okay, that's enough of that. All right. Mr. No, Father Jose Di Diego. That's who we're celebrating today, huh? Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's a good thing. It was night today when you entered the space of me My friends, I would like to take a moment here to tell you a story. No, it's not about a boy named Jed. I'm not interested in that old mountaineer. He was poor, you know. Barely keeping his family fed. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the fact that he was out one day shooting at some food. That was an interest to me. Because I'm not hungry. I don't want to talk about the fact that because he was hungry and out shooting at some food, he shot one day and up from the ground. Because I don't deal in the ground. I've been on the ground, but I don't deal in the ground. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about what came up out the ground. I'm more interested in what was put on the ground. So I don't want to talk about that up from the ground when he shot at some food, came a bubbling crude. I'm not interested in black gold. I'm not interested in Texas tea. No. I'm not interested in the fact that that boy named Jed went and talked to his family. And that family told him after he shot at the ground and he was introduced to that bubbling tea. He said, Jed, get on out of there. 
I don't want to talk about that, even though it has similarities, but I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about the fact that the reason why the family told him to move away from there because after he shot at that ground and got that bubbling tea, he became a millionaire. And Jed, even though we're not talking about that man, but you know he loaded up the truck at the request of the family. At the, uh, yeah, and he moved to Beverly. But we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about movie stars. We don't want to talk about big shots. We don't want to talk about old Drysdale. No. You know what we want to talk about? We want to talk about a little boy. I want to talk about a little boy who found himself at a little school. That school was in a little part of the city, a more disenfranchised part of the city, a struggling to engage part of the city. I want to talk about a boy who found himself on the end of somebody's fist almost every single day of his life. I want to talk about that boy. I want to talk about that boy who every waking minute of his educational grammar, his lower educational experience, he was somebody's punching bag. They had a boxing club downtown. One of the famous boxers of our time was down there. They could have went down and joined that community. They could have went to the UFC gym. I don't know if it was there at the time. That might be one of the reasons why the boy was in the predicament that he was because there was no other alternative. That could be the case. Nonetheless, that boy became every student, every person of interest, anybody that had a problem, that boy became their punching bag and he sat there and he took it, he took it, he took it, he took it, he took it. That boy took every punch from every child, every person, both verbally and yes, even physically, that boy was their punching bag. And one day that boy found himself on a field trip. You know, back then kids went on trips. He found himself on the back of what was known as the cheese box. You know what I'm talking about, the big old block of cheese. You might know it as buses, but they were big old cheese blocks. He was back there on the bus and as usual for him, he was being somebody's punching bag. And so that boy sat there and he got punched and got punched and got punched until that boy began to cry. And he cried and he cried and he cried so loud and so 
panicky, so desperately did that boy cry until it enraged, so to speak, a teacher of sorts. I say of sorts because that she wasn't really a teacher. I think she was more close to an administrator than a teacher, but the details of that is insignificant. That particular person, however she is to be identified, stormed to the back of that bus. And she bent down and she looked that little boy in his eyes as the rivers began to pour down his face. And not only was it rivers pouring down his face, but those rivers was connecting with the snot that was coming from that boy's nose. That boy was in a panic attack, if you will. And he, or she should I say, because in this, she. She looked down at that boy and she asked, him a question. She asked that boy simply, why are you crying? The boy still in somewhat of a weeping state and still somewhat of a nervous breakdown state and still somewhat of a painful state. She looked down again, this time getting a little bit closer. And she asked that boy, why are you crying? And that boy locked eyes with her and she bent down and locked eyes with him. And that boy and that teacher were eyeball to eyeball, so to speak. And it seemingly left a confused look on that boy's face so that teacher, if you please, got a little bit closer. Now she's really eyeball to eyeball with that boy. She bent down the boy looking up in their locked eyes and they begin to have another piece of dialogue. It was another exchange between that teacher if you will, and that boy, and she asked again, why are you crying? I think the teacher became frustrated. The teacher, if you please, not really a teacher, but for the sake of this argument, let's just go ahead and call her that. She began to get a little bit more frustrated, and so she got closer to the boy, almost as a mother trying to protect her cub, not necessarily comfort, but protect her cub. You see, this teacher was a little bit um, of another train of thought. She was uh, not necessarily the nurturing type, more of the thug type, more of the, the animalistic type. She loved, but she had her own style, her own way, if you will. She she didn't come off like like some uh, a mother that you might be familiar with that that might lick their cubs and 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 just just rub them and coddle them. No, 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 no. She wasn't that type of person, no. But she had a coddling spirit, but it was a different coddling spirit. So she bent down and, and in her own fashion, she got close to the boy. Now she's almost close enough as a mother so she could lick the wounds of the little boy, but she got close. 
she asked the boy. Now more of a statement than a question. She says, why cry when you can get even? Now that boy went through life with that in the back of his mind. That boy went through life pondering, if you will, over that statement. That boy went through life somewhat not understanding, but also taking into consideration that what that little teacher said made a whole lot of sense. And it took some time, but the boy, oh, he finally understood. He understood what that teacher was trying to tell him. Reminds me of the man David. David in the scriptures, David had an occurrence and, and he made a statement. He said, look, there was once upon a time when I was a boy. And during that time, I thought like a boy. I operated as a boy. But when I transitioned, when I had my moment of puberty, if you will, when my body started, started to change, my mind did a little changing too. And when my mind changed, I put away the things of that boy. And so this particular boy, even though he had that moment, that moment at somewhat nine or 10 years old, he began to change and escalate and transition, if you please, into a different ideology, into a different world, into a different scenario. That boy started to become a man. Now, the problem is that when that boy transitioned, he transitioned in another world. He transitioned on another side of town. His manhood, if you please, came at a time when the people by which knew him as a boy were not familiar. The problem is that because those persons only know of this boy in his crying state because the problem is persons only know of this boy in his weakened state because the problem is persons only know of this boy when he was helpless and didn't know how to defend himself. They are still operating in the reality that he is still a boy. And so now, without understanding, without realizing that the time has changed, if you think about it in our culture, a lot of folks suffer from not realizing times have changed. In my neighborhood, you still have people who are 
thinking and operating as if this is still the days of Dr. King. These are still the days of Malcolm X. These are still the days of Harriet Tubman and Sojourner Truth. These are still the days when Nelson Mandela was walking through the continent of Africa and doing good things. A lot of folks have not realized that all them folks are dead and times have changed. And so back to this boy because that boy has now come face to face with some folks. But the problem, as I must reiterate, those folks are still believing that that's the boy that, that was kicked around. That's the boy that was everybody's punching bag. That's the boy that was helpless and clueless, dare I even say it, sheltered, but forced into the storm. And so now, since that playbook worked 30 years, or 25 years ago, whatever the number is, they're still playing it. But that boy, is not a boy. That boy has been festering. That boy has been fueling. That boy has been thinking. That boy has been transitioning. And that boy has been changing. And it's change and transition has made it so that that boy is now a man. And so the problem is that some folks need to get an introduction. They need to become aware. It needs to be a time of awareness because you see, as I mentioned earlier, and if I didn't, please forgive, I will mention now, this thing called disenfranchisement is real. This idea of disengagement is real. And because disenfranchisement is real, because disengagement is real, I honestly would believe and submit for consideration that those individuals are not prepared to understand the boy. That's why, as you heard in the middle of the sentence, was a seemingly dropping of the ball. They're dropping it. They're fumbling, if you will. They can't figure out how to hold it. It's like hot potato because they don't know. They were not exposed. The book of transition, the book of advancement, the book of change was not afforded them. So they didn't know that the boy had changed. All they knew is that the boy was crying 
And their story ended with the boy being asked the question, why are you crying? But you see, in that particular exchange, there was no answer. There was no response. The boy did not answer the question of the teacher. He could not answer. He did not tell the teacher why he was crying because he had not learned that yet. But in the season of transition, in the season of change, he learned the question. And those chapters were written out outside of those individuals' presence. Uh, and so now, without having access to that same playbook, without knowing the differences and details, the amendments, if you will, to the law, they're still trying to fight a man with tactics they use to defeat a boy. And even more so, if I can throw this into consideration, they don't even realize that just because the boy was crying doesn't mean that they defeated the boy. So truthfully, they thought they defeated the boy. The boy was just crying, but he wasn't dead. Nobody told them they hadn't even defeated the boy. So now... They're using tactics to try to defeat somebody that they didn't realize they never defeated in the first place, but they're going to use those same tactics on a boy on this man. And the thing that they need to know, the chapter that they need to read, which obviously they won't because let's be real. Ignorance is bliss. If they were to listen to this conversation, which they won't. If they were to hear this heart, which they won't. If they were to take time to explore the idea and the book of transition and the book of change, which they won't, they would learn that they need a new playbook. But since they won't, pay attention to the book of change since they're not interested in the book of transition. They're going to continue to do what worked for them in the past. Now that can work to anybody's advantage. You know, there's sometimes when you'll sit and you will spend your time getting angry you will spend your time getting frustrated. I don't understand why they won't listen to me. I don't understand why they're sleeping on me. I don't understand why they're ignoring me. Well, yeah, that is frustrating. Yeah, that can make you feel a little bit down when the powers that think they be I said the powers that think they be. When those individuals that think they be ignore you. When those individuals that think they be try to put you down. When those individuals that think they be try to tell you that what you're doing is inaccurate. When those individuals that think they be. Because they're playing from a playbook 
or think they know. Yeah, they're going to sleep. That's okay. That's all right. There was a song written down at the church. It said, be not dismayed, whatever be tied, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, God will take care of you. God will take care of you through every way, all along the way, he will take care of you. Then there's another part of that song. Now that I think about it, it may be confusing and I may be trying to attach something that's not there. Actually, I am. They're two different songs. But in the other song, he said, be not dismayed when men don't believe you. They won't. Because again, they're operating off of what they think they be connected to the book called what they think they know. And that's a great opportunity for you to come in for the kill. You think about it. Nobody thought Mark Zuckerberg was anything until he became somebody. He swooped in and gave him the okey-doke, the one-two punch, uppercut to the jaw, and next thing you know, the whole economy is balled down at his feet. Nobody believed in Jeff Bezos until he came in, gave him a stone-cold stunner. They fly out of the ring with their eyes looking up at the lights, one, two, three. Now everybody is bowing down to Mr. Bezos and the Amazon's feet. Nobody thought a computer was worth anything until a little virus came along named COVID, knocked everything out physically. Now we are all stuck on the internet and hello, Mr. Bill Gates. Hello, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. Hello, Mr. Jeff Bezos. Hello, Mr. Kevin Rose. Hello, Mr. Jack Dorsey. The list goes on and on of all these little nerds that people thought that the people that think they be put down because they was operating off the book of what they thought they knew. But because they didn't have access to the book of transition, because they didn't have access to the book of change, they operated off of what they thought. So, as we put the kibosh on this story, You go back to that poor mountaineer. They thought he was crazy. Everybody thought that poor mountaineer was stupid. I don't want to talk about it, but since I am, let's go ahead and talk about it. That poor mountaineer moved out there to Beverly Hills with the swimming pools and the movie stars. And they thought because they had their big swimming pools and they were movie stars, because they too were operating off of the people who thought they be, because they read the book of thought I knew, they looked down on those old hillbillies, granny in there, cooking vittles, Storing the food up against the north wall in the ice chest. Ellie Mae outside going for a dip in the cement pond. They looked down on those people, but then they became familiarized. 
when they got access, if you would, to the book of change, when they read one or two chapters in the book of transition and they learned that the most stupid hillbillies was worth 17, 18 million dollars. Oh, their minds changed. And so here's the moral of this story. Here's the moral of our time here today. Here's what I want to talk about. Here's what I would like for us to understand and take away from the story of this little boy. In the book of transition, in the book of change, here's what you will find. You will find a boy who now understands his power. You will find a boy who understands that he is dealing with people who operate off of think they be. The powers that think they be educated through the textbook of the powers that think they know. And so since that boy has now understood that they don't really know. Because that boy read 1 Corinthians. I believe it's over there, chapter 2 and 9. If not, type it in the Google like this. The rulers of this world are clueless. Type that in and then put KJV on the side, hit enter, and tell you what Google tells you. Because the rulers of this world do not know, because the rulers of this world have no clue, because the rulers of this world read from the book of what they thought they know and operated off of the powers that think they be. They murdered a whole nation with one man. They murdered themselves with one man. If they had have known, if they did not operate off the powers that think they be from the book of they think they know, if they had to realize what they were doing, they wouldn't have murdered Jesus Christ, but they did it because they were ignorant. And I'm coming to tell you that people are murdering you just like they murdered that little boy. Because they thought they knew. But what those people will understand here very, very soon. What people that are sleeping on you will understand very, very soon. They're going to understand a very important lesson. That's why I'm of the conviction. I'm of the conviction that that Jesus sat on that cross. And I don't mean to start preaching to you, even though it sounds like I've been doing it for the last 28 minutes. That's just who I is. As Jesus sat on that cross and they did those things and you, you hear the song, you hear the song. They sing it every year. They just sung it a couple of days ago. And when we celebrate Easter, they said, not a word, not a word, and he never said a mumbling word. Why was that? 
Why did he not say anything? Why did he sit there and take the abuse like that boy? Why was he the world's punching bag? He came to the world and the world made him its punching bag. Why was that? Because he came to the world not operating under the ideology of the powers that think they be. Not being educated through the textbook of the powers that think they know. No, 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 no. He came to this world already understanding what is written inside of the book of transition, inside of the book of change. He came because he knew that all he had to do was tuck his head. All he had to do was hang around with the folks who did receive him. To those who did receive, to those who was inside of his tribe, to those that he talked to, and they were like, all right, dude, I'm with you. That's the people that he focused on. He didn't worry about the mother folk. The mother folk was sick. They were sick, but they thought they were well. And so because they didn't have access to the book of change, because they didn't have access to the book of transition, because they weren't paying attention to that, he went and said, oh, they think they're well. That's all right, but they don't need me. The well don't need me. I come for the people who don't operate off of the power that they think they be. They operate off of the power that they know they don't have. They know they're sick. I come for those people. And me and those people are going to take care of business. Me and those people are going to work to build the kingdom of heaven through the, the auspices, through the circumference of earth. Me and those people are going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Me and those people are going to open the eyes of the blind. Me and those people are going to set the captives free. Me and those people are going to go in and preach the good news to the poor. That's the folks I'm going to work with. Them other folks over there, let them sit over there and think that they be somebody. Let them operate off of the power they think they be. Because they only can deal in the book of think they know. And so that boy is now thinking unlike or just like, should I say, his, his ancestor. His ancestor some 42 generations prior. His ancestor some 42 generations prior to his 2000 generation elder brother. Yes, David put away that boy. He stopped crying. 
And he realized that through the power of his big brother, with the support of his big brother, with the strength of his big brother, he can stop crying and get even. Certain individuals have decided they thought it not a robbery to invade my email. Shout out to awesome people like Morning Brew and The Hustle, which are two distinct individuals or two uh, pieces of business, should I say, that I want to focus my attention on uh, for this day 16 of month four. Got a couple things that just want to throw out there that was interesting to me as I read their newsletter. By the way, these are two, uh, they're like newspapers, if you were. They're like the Wall Street Journal. They're, they're millennial uh, Wall Street Journals or New York Times or Washington Posts, except they're all online. The Hustle and Morning Brew. Uh, some things that was interesting to me, NPR and PBS are, uh, shall we say, going on a Twitter strike. They said they were no longer post on Twitter. Um, I don't know if there was something, uh, what was something said? Is it because it's an Elon thing? I mean, wh why, why are we doing this? I, I don't really know. As a matter of fact, I was looking to try to see if there was any other news that was attached to it. Um, I don't remember seeing anything else. It was just, hey, we're, we're not going to be on Twitter anymore. And I was trying to figure out where it was in this, in the newsletter. Um, actually, it's questions. Um, I guess we don't know the answer to that. It's, it, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to, as to why. And is this the death of Twitter is something that someone else is saying. Uh, speaking of saying things, let's talk about the people who don't want to talk. Uh, $500, that's what's on the line here. And it's going to shy people, the people who just want to stay in their rooms, they want to just be left alone. Yeah, the South Korean government 
approved a plan that offers reclusive young people in the country a general living stipend to get the heck out of there. Just go outside. You remember when your mama was angry at you and she was just like, boy, just go outside. Go, deuce. Just go outside. Just go. Yeah, they're paying people to just do that. But when you go out there, here's here's the trick for all the people who who don't want. This is how I handle when I go in public. I find that if you put some earphones in your ears and listen to podcasts or music or something, then going out in public is so it is so it, it's it's like it's you're insulated. Because you can't really hear what's going on around you. Uh, nobody can really bother you because they're going to see those big old things in your ears. Especially if you go in there with those big old headphones on your ears. I wouldn't go in the store with those things on, by the way. I would, like, just, come on now. Let's let's be somewhat normal looking and put on, like, some earbuds or something. You know, no, don't go in there looking like that. Anyway, if you go in there with your earphones in your ears and, you know, play your favorite tunes, to me, it makes the world a little bit better. Makes make it go a little bit faster. Speaking of playing things, Puerto Rican megastar Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. You know he's going to be in WWE and and a, and a uh, they got a piece of business going to be over there in Puerto Rico. Was it WrestleMania Backlash? The Judgment Day It's going to have something to do with that. They they put they put old Bad Bunny through a table. I wonder how he was doing after he got, because he was he was at Coachella, you know, was Bad Bunny, and um, I wonder how he was uh, faring, you know, because he was uh, he got put through a table on Raw the other week, you know, by the Judgment Day. What was that? What's that bastard's name? Oh, that dumb bastard. What is that? What is now? I'm not talking about old skin and bones, uh, Dominic. Uh, well, I guess Finn could be old skin and bones too. What's that other bastard's name? Damian Priest. Yeah. Put old Bad Bunny through a table. Anyway, enough about WWE. Bad Bunny closed out the first day of Coachella with a banger. I mean, banger. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't watch Coachella. But here's what I did watch, or here's what I do know. Well, what I'm being told based upon what's going on. They, did, they ran some numbers, somebody did. And found that Latin music has a revenue surge of 24%. People are listening. 1.1 billion in these states united. That's the second straight year of double-digit gains and a bigger jump than any other music genre. Bad Bunny is the G-O-A-T. And he's been the most streamed artist on Spotify Globally for three years straight, 18.5 billion streams. And all. First of all, let's talk about this because I got a problem. And you know what I got a problem with? Number one, why we got to be talking about Spotify all the time, huh? Why, why I got to be about Spotify? Why we can't talk about Apple Music? Why you can't Why you can't make us feel good, those of us who's paying at $32.95 for that fucking Apple One? Why we can't be feeling like somebody? No, everybody's got to be throwing Apple Spot. Not Apple. See, I want to throw Apple, but they can't be throwing Apple. No, we got to be throwing Spotify. Throw Spotify. Now I'm going to throw Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Everything got to be Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Ah! Okay, I digress. 
I'm going to tell you what folk is going to be uh, using Spotify tomorrow. If you're listening to this when it's released on day 16 of month four. Everybody's going to have Spotify going on tomorrow. Ten years has passed since that tragic day when two bombs exploded near the finish line, killing three people and wounding almost 300. What am I talking about? I'm talking about down in Boston where 30,000 people were run at varying speeds. 26.2 miles from Hopkins, uh, Massachusetts. Hopkins, Massachusetts. Somebody say that with me. Massachusetts. To Boston? No. To Boston? It's Boylston. Is it Boylston? Boylston Street in one of the most famous races in the world. The Boston Marathon held on Patriots Day commemorating the first battles of the Revolutionary War. Boston is the oldest continuously running marathon in the world dating back to 1897. Didn't I just say that? Like, no, first it was the most famous. Now we're talking about it's the most oldest. So it's famous and the oldest. Uh Uh-huh. They got some rules for this piece of business. Strict entry rules require that men 18 to 34 record an official marathon time of three hours or less. And then for the women of the same age, the qualifying time is three hours and a half, about 3.30. If you start at 12, you got to be done by 3.30, which that's, I mean, if you start at nine, it means you got to be done by 12.30. Yeah, you get, you know what I'm saying, three hours. Uh, the Hustle has some things to talk about. Let's skip over over to them. They uh, they were talking about dating on The Hustle, which was very interesting. They asked a couple of questions, did a little survey. Got some things that, that came up that was interesting to me because I'm thinking about going. Actually, I'm getting ready to go on vacation. And we were talking about where we're going to go and what we're going to do and all that good stuff right here. And this is kind of interesting for, for me to consider as we're heading out there. How much does the average date cost? The average date, if, and that is, this is on the low end, my friends. If you're just taking a girl out for the first time, you're talking to my fellas here, and y'all getting together, and y'all want to, you know, just go out and trying to get to feel each other, see how y'all feel. You understand what I'm saying? You're probably going to pay somewhere between, somewhere in the ballpark of seventy dollars, about sixty-five, seventy dollars for the two of y'all. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, that's for one date. The average cost or the average person spends or spend on dates in the last calendar year, 2022. The average person in the whole year spent over $1,200 on dates. Mm. The average person... Uh, recorded the most res- most expensive date that they ever been on was $492. And here's the, the more interesting question. Who pays for this date? It's been recorded that 83% of men 
report always paying for the date. While 5%, 5%, you got 5% of sisters that got to carry a brother. Leave that there for you to for you to smoke on that. Anyway, that that that's um that's what's going on in 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 the news world. Some things that are happening that are interesting in the business and in the technology space. I think that's about all that we can talk about. Yeah, well, it's Sunday, so you know it's not much going on in the world. The world is is somewhat sleep. I feel like we should we should look at the world like Chick Fil A and really be quiet. But you know. Technically, this, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I was going to say, are we working today? But then again, I'm like, no, we're not really working. We're just, we're kind of chill, right? Uh-huh. Nonetheless, that is, again, what's going on in the world of technology, in the world of business for this day 16, month 4, 2023. my friends i think it's about time for us to get on out of your hair mr dj ma'am dj non-binary dj you got something to uh to uh send us on out don't you looking outside my window i need to i got to get my my bushes under control they they're growing up like trees we gotta handle that gotta get my grass cut and all that good stuff basically it's getting warm outside. Time to get right. I think you got something for us. We we actually started listening to it in a little beat there. Uh, Summer's calling is what you what you telling me that is. That's what you're going to lead us out with, and we'll uh, we'll do this again. How about tomorrow? Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Until then, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters. The summer's calling. The summer's calling. If the kingdom is overthrown, meet me at the cornerstone. I know that I can't be without you This bond is solid gold We're a diamond and an emerald It took me forever to find you Cause when it's all over The love that you give Will be there to guide you
vision that we share is ours Together we can touch the stars I know that we will see December Cause when it's all over The love that you give Will be there to guide you 